The shop owner says the real issue is with mental health. He approves of the one piece of legislation that went through, but no more. I feel there's enough because you can't keep the bad guys from getting guns irregardless of what you do. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's, it's okay, you can just do it. It's just, just say Internet Airwaves, it sounds really cool. Alright, sorry, I'm just... Internet Airwaves. Okay then, please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, your host, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, broadcasting once again live, not only on the internet, but certainly at Whippersnappers in Londonderry, New Hampshire. And uh, I actually, I'm broadcasting just outside the uh, comedy stage where uh, there's a comic on stage right now. Um, and it's a comedy contest, uh, which I'm judging. So I'm, I may be a little distracted by listening to the comics as well, but thank you guys for joining me. At Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. And once again, I'm your host, Mark Scalia. And we may be doing some things a little bit out of order uh, because uh, because I'm live and I have to pay attention. I'm, I'm multitasking on an event, completely fucking uh, craziness. Uh, so that comic's getting off stage. But I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, let's start off right with the Happening Now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened then? That's the when? Just now. Wear it now, now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. So soon that we're here. That's right. And uh, happening now, model. a lot of things have been kind of happening now. First of all, I'm broadcasting live, which is super cool. Uh, I'm loving the live remote. Um, I got I got set up nice uh, at, the, at the place I'm at, and hopefully the Wi-Fi will, uh, will hold out. And I'm going to watch a little bit of Jim Bishop. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to turn up Jim Bishop's mic. (laughs) A lot of funny people on the show tonight, i got to say. Um, But, yeah, I'm loving the remote. I'm loving, uh, you know, I set everything up nice, put it in a single box, transferred everything, just set up, boom, boom, boom. And I'm really, I'd love to be doing more remotes. Uh, It's very cool. Um, Halloween is only, uh, what, eight days away, nine days away, something like that. And uh, it's probably longer than that. I don't know. But um, Halloween's coming up. And, and I was just thinking about a bunch of different things about how I used to celebrate Halloween when I was a kid and then as a young adult. And I've since not enjoyed it as much in my older um, life or my, my, my later in my, I, my youth, my later on. And um, I, I just I, I want to start enjoying Halloween a little bit more because it is the last true adult holiday. Um, so, oh. He's gonna do some. Hold on. He's gonna. Gentleman's gonna do impressions. I'm you can't do see him. Impression for you tonight, right? Here we go. I'm do an impression that uh, most other comics don't do. It's, uh, take a better judgment than I do. You know. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do an impression 
of a basketball game. All right? He's doing an impression of basketball. a basketball game. It's a very difficult impression for me, because I'm white. <laughs> there's, basketball game. There's about uh, 30 people here tonight, not a bad crowd. He's scraping his feet on the stage. It's hysterical. And it's it's a carpeted stage. I'm on carpet. Anyone? Yeah, that's, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> that was very funny. Um, so Halloween, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And, and a lot of that's been uh, because of the hysterical medium has been uh, has been coming back. Uh, you know, doing that show has actually made me enjoy Halloween a little bit more. But I've been very busy, 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 busy. And looking, always looking for more work to do. And just to remind you, it's just just a little over 60 days to Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Imagine that. Only less than 60 days. But here's what I'm going to do, because I'm going to keep my eye on that. How about we, we go right into This Week in Movie History without missing a beat? Once again, this week in movie history, uh, where I take up the uh, the most important things that have happened to us in movie history. Oh, I did want to mention one thing. Renee Zellweger. What the fuck has gone on? Anyway. <laughs> this week in movie history, in the year 1805, Ed, an ancestor of Jean-Luc Picard takes place in the Battle of Trafalgar. And that would be Star Trek Generations. Uh, this week in movie history, 1829, Mr. Edward Rochester marries Bertha Antonetta. That would be Jane Eyre. Never saw it. Hated it. Uh, this, uh, in 1929, Pepper Miller sees George Valentine, uh, Valentin's silent movie, Tears of Love. And that would be from The Artist. Uh, two things happened in 1932. First, Deputy Vilmos Korvax is murdered by J.G. Jopling. That's from the Grand Budapest Hotel. And the Dowager Countess Madame Celine Villeneuve Disgoff in Texas is found dead. And that's also from the Grand Budapest Hotel. Here's one for, um, here's one for um, uh, Brendan. This week in movie history, 1957, Michael Myers is born. That would be from Halloween Resurrection. Uh, this week in movie history, 1960, Holly Golightly receives a check. There you go, Brendan. Uh, my wife might know that one. Holly Golightly receives a check. That would be Breakfast at Tiffany's. In 1962, Charles redirects Eric's focus by accessing a memory of his mother. That would be X-Men First Class. Uh, in 1975, Sean McGuire meets his future wife in a bar during Game 6 of the World Series. Karen would know that one. That would be from Goodwill Hunting. In 1983, an alien accidentally left behind on Earth befriends a 10-year-old boy. <laughs> That's an easy one. That's E.T. The extraterrestrial, in case you want to run. Uh, in 2002, Gus Lacey films his two hamsters while they stare for three hours. That would be the man, the men who stare at goats. Uh, this year in movie history, uh, this week in movie history, in 2010, Britt Reed takes the head off a statue of his father. Takes the head off a statue. Takes off the statue. <laughs> Britt Reed takes the head off a statue of his father and defeats criminals with the help of Cato. That's a remake. That was the Green Hornet. And finally, last but not least, not too far away, 
And this week in movie history, in the year 2015, Marty McFly goes to the future to help save his son from Biff's grandson. Back to the Fujar Part 2. That's what that would be. So that's what's happening in movie history. And I'm going to move a little fast because I'm, I'm actually going to be going on stage at 930 so I want to make sure that I got then my guest maybe joining us uh, after I'm done on stage it will be 10 o'clock yes Chris it is Back to the Future Part 2 uh, so without wasting too much more time um, we're going to play the game that I've been playing the whole month the whole month and I have to find it because I moved it son of a bitch I did I moved it oh I never there we go I never said oh uh, here we go you ready ladies and gentlemen you want to see something scary Yes, we're going to play Want to See Something Really Scary. And this is got, what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn down my mic so you can actually hear it. And then you can actually uh, play the game at home. So ready, ladies and gentlemen. And again, the rules are there were five clips from a movie. You have to write them all down and then hit enter so that you don't give anything away. And I will replay it, so don't type it too quickly. Here we go. Want to see something really scary? How do you know my name? I didn't tell you my name. Hang up. I didn't tell them my name. They're all a part of it. They're all pods, all of them. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? I love you. <laughs> You've got to let me eat your I I just can't take no pleasure in killing. Just some things you gotta do. Don't mean you have to like it. And that was one of these really scary. So if you know it, I'm going to play it one more time for you guys. Here we go. Wait right there, Mr. Bennell. How do you know my name? I didn't tell you my name. Hang up. I didn't tell them my name. They're all a part of it. They're all pods, all of them. Hi, I'm Chucky. Want to play? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> You've got to let me eat your I, I just can't take no pleasure in killing. Just some things you gotta do. Don't mean you have to like it. <laughs> Those are tricky. And yeah, Brendan, you're 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 very right. They're they're very, very tricky. Uh let's see, who knows what they are? Let's see. Let me move this over. You only know two of them, Brendan. Unbelievable. Here we go. Chris knows Invasion of the Body Snatchers. That is correct. And so did Brendan. Um, Child's Play. Correct. Uh, Return of the Living Dead. And, oh, Red State. Close. That would be the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original one. So, yeah, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, so not too bad, but nobody scored. So you know what I got to play. You don't scare me. I got chunks of guys like you in my stool. No, you don't scare me, but that's this. you're going to get this one. That was scary. Yes, you guys failed. Failed. No. <laughs> Red State. I never saw Red State. So this comic's actually going a little long in his time. And uh, Alana, my guest for the, uh, the 10 o'clock uh, bid, will be, uh, will be on stage. And I think I won't be on at 930 because there's, I think, two more comics. Let's see. Oh, I might be on at 930. We'll see what happens. Oh, what, did you guess the movie? What would you say? Kevin Smith movie. Oh, I didn't. I never saw Red State. I never saw Red State. So, yeah, he went a little long. Funny kid. Uh, that is actually um, uh, Jim Bishop, who was very funny. Yeah, see, Jim Bishop, the f- aforementioned Jim Bishop. 
Yes. Three, four. Yeah, so you, uh, Paul, you did all right on that one. You did all right. He's single. He's ready to mingle. Uh-oh. Mullen. Tell you what, you can listen to James Mullen a little bit with me. To tell you a little more about myself other than what Alana said, I have two college degrees and I deliver pizza full time. Because <laughs> those two college degrees are in associates in liberal arts, which for all intents and purposes should be a picture of a man, junk in hand, going to town on himself. Then I went and got a bachelor's in communications, which is the same guy, but now he's finishing. <laughs> and still, Any right. that's why I never did college. All right, where's my show prep? I'm all over the place tonight because I'm trying to be quiet. I'm actually trying to be quiet. My guest is actually Alana Susco, and she actually produces this show. And I put her in the uh, in the chats. Uh, she runs Comedy on Purpose, uh, which is a, a wonderful website. She do she does pretty much show. This is actually uh, the second show I've actually been on that she's actually had me. Uh, there was another room called Fodies, uh, which was very very cool, and uh, that was she did a comedy contest for that as well. So he's very loud. So. <laughs> So I could, I could, just, I, I'll tell you what. I'll let you listen to him for a little bit. And again, this is, this is uh, James Mullen. I'll let you listen to him for just a moment. I'll tell you what, everybody, since my guest is actually going to be busy and I don't want anybody to stay up too late, um, I usually, I, I reserve this game for my, um, I reserve this game for my, uh, my guest, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play it with you. What do you say about that? How about we play Shut Up? We are going to play some Shut Up, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Kim's just in time to play Shut Up. That's it. And this is how we play this game, where I play the clip very quickly. And you guys have got to figure out what the clip is. So let me move this and this and this and this. All right. Here we go. Kim, you didn't miss much. So I'm going on stage in about 15 minutes. So I got time enough to play a game, go to break, and then get back and then get on that. So remember, if you get it right, you get this. So sorry to interrupt. And if you get it wrong, you get that. Or a series thereof. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, you are playing against each other. And I've got eight listeners, six of my regs, and two guests. So enjoy. Here we go. This one's very easy. It's a very long one. Here we go. Shut up. I mean, if I went around saying I was an emperor, just because some moistened bint had lobbed a scimitar at me, they put me away. Shut up. Will you shut up? Ah, now we see the violence inherent in the system. Shut up. First one to get that one? Anybody? That one's really easy. I, 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 I gifted you. I gifted you one. I don't have to play that again. 12 seconds, I don't. Ah, I played it. Yes. 
Kim Santo got it right with Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Brendan, little too short. So, Brendan, uh, uh, you know something? Here you go. Because you're wrong, so shut up. Yeah, Brendan, not, don't even attempt that shit like that. Just see, in an effort to be fast, he didn't type it enough. And my brother... There you go. So, Chris, you get it, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? And Kim? So sorry to interrupt. <laughs> Kiss it, yes. Proceed. Uh, more than you know. Here we go. This one's really tough. This one, I don't think anybody's going to get. It's. I'll give you a lot of hints about it first. It is actually a Disney film. That's as best as I can give you. Here you go. Hey, shut up. No, you shut up. No, you shut up. Hey, will you shut up? No. Just shut up! Oh, that took a little longer than I thought. <laughs> no, it's not Ice Age. You got nothing? I'll play it again. Hey! Shut up! No, you shut up! No, you shut up! Hey, will you shut up? Just shut up! It's a very obscure Disney film. Very rare. They actually did make a sequel. Anyone? Even my wife is not going to attempt at it? Oh, looks like Kim is winning this round so far. She's first to answer, and she's none to answer here, and the time has expired. No, it's not. Actually, yeah, it's animated. It's a Disney animated film. It's a Disney. Oh. It's Brother Bear. No points, anybody. Because you're wrong, so shut up. Uh, nobody got it. This one's this one's easy. I think Brendan, Paul, everybody's Hercules. Now they all start coming to Bugs Life for real. Come on, people. There you go. Oh, and that was uh, that was Jim Bishop getting off stage. Uh, Jim actually had some funny stuff. I like Jim. Oh, he goes by James. Oh no, that was James Mullen. All oh, right, that was James Mullen. Jim Bishop was earlier. Two more and then me. So uh, here we go. How about this one? I'm going to lower my volume. Shut up! She begged for her life. Shut up. And for the life of the baby inside of her. <laughs> that one's easy. I'll play it again. Shut up! She begged for her life. Shut up. And for the life of the baby inside of her. That one's very easy. Oh, we got a, a wonderful woman come to the stage now. This is Kristen O'Brien. I'll give you a little time with that. It is seven, by the way. Kim Santo got it right. That's two for Kim. Take a little 15-second uh, break and listen Talk to Kristen O'Brien. There's nothing I'd rather do than stand up. I think Christopher Reeves once said the same thing. It's okay. Everybody's legs work in heaven. I do love stand-up. I'm always looking for stage time. So naturally, when a friend asked if I would do the Naked Show, I said, sure. And then I thought, what if that's not just a catchy title? Well, it is more than just a catchy title. It's actually comedians up on stage in the nude trying to make you laugh at what they're saying. Now, if any of you are into naked stand-up, that's great. I just want to say you'll never find Auntie Kristen on the naked stage. Uh, I did a show okay. a few months ago. <laughs> it's a long setup for a punchline, but I've seen Kristen's act before. She's actually very funny. Uh, so let's move on. Let's move on. Let's see. Didn't like the Christopher Reed joke. Nobody likes Christopher Reed groove. It's too soon. Anyway, here you go. Number four. So far, uh, Kim Santo is burying the rest of you with two to not. Here we go. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. 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 <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Donnie. I'll play it again. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. 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 
There you go. Can't play it again. He only says the same thing like six times. Oh, Kim fucking killed it. <laughs> Quick, the big Lebowski. Fallen? Because you knew it was John, John Goodman. Kim Santo. Oh, my God in heaven. She is burying this little planetoid. And uh, there you go. So, Kim, it's impossible for anyone else to win. You're out of your element. <laughs> Even my sister got it. Good for you, Phyllis. You beat Paul on that one. Very good. And last but certainly not least, the 11-second soundbite known as oh Shut Up. God. Here it comes. Yeah, she's strapping. Yeah, she's strapped. Look out. She's rocking the She's rocking the six-gun. Here we go. Last one. Ha! Shut up. <laughs> that one's very easy. I'll play it again. Paul got it with the Breakfast Club. That's right. So Paul gets one, Kim gets three, and nobody got Brother Bear. So that was <laughs> that was an interesting little game. I'm glad you guys got to play that with me. I'm just sitting. In, I'm sitting in actually. The, it's almost like the, uh, the where they have the stage. It's a huge stage. Um, and you know what I'm going to do? And I really wanted to bring this up. Hanging head in shame, <laughs> Kim. You won. So we are the. Cha- you know something? I don't normally play this. For the listening audience, but uh, I'm going to. Kim, here you go. This is specially for you. (laughs) That's from the old Street Fighter, which I missed the video game game, which just started up. I'm going to try to do it again, but the problem is there's so many games that all sound exactly alike, and there's not any classic games, and unless I play the original ones again, which I've, I've, sure, I've sworn that I've, I wouldn't want to repeat a game or repeat uh, you know, uh, material other than the breaks and things like that. Um, but I did want to touch on, on this as I'm doing a live remote. This is my third live remote, which, again, is great. The first two were at Cara's, uh, Cara's Irish Pub in Dover, and this is my first time in Whippersnappers. And I'll get to shit on the room when I get up there in, uh, f- uh, I don't know, about 10 minutes or so. Um, but my other thing I was com- contemplating, and this is, uh, po- yes, Kim got Street Fighter. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm actually in the, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm investigating in between all the freaking work I'm doing. Uh, I have some downtime. I have about four minutes. I slept for about four minutes today. But I'm look investigating doing a video a video edition of Radio Irregardless. Now, I know that, you know, oh, everybody knows what I look like. You don't want to say that. But there's a lot of stuff that I do um, when, I, when I do the show. Like, uh, it's, this is, it's an audio program, and I know that. But sometimes, you know, I do some faces, and I move around and stuff like that. And they do it on sports shows. They, have, they videotape these guys, and they have a show, and it's... And they're broadcasting on a radio, so they're doing the same thing. But I, at some point, I think I'm going to investigate doing a video broadcast where you probably won't have to sign on a Mixler. I'm investigating different technologies and different websites to do some of that. So, oh, I do want to hear this. This is her closing bit. It's very funny. Spring break. Bet you feel differently about that border fence now. It's been lovely you getting to know me. In more recent news, my husband's always complaining he doesn't like the way I have the furniture set up in the living room, so one day while he was hunting, as a surprise, I rearranged it for him. 
And you know what, he was right. His couch looks much better in my new apartment on the Cape. That's <laughs> so right, after 10 years in an unhappy marriage, Auntie Kristen has left the building. Can I get a hallelujah? <laughs> She calls herself Auntie Kristen for some reason. I don't understand why. <laughs> she's, she's not that old. She's, she, she may be, may be 50, if that. Anyway, um, but uh, I would love to hear what you guys think about some of that. So if you want to email me any comments about video podcasting or video live shows. And, and, uh, what, um, and the other thing is uh, I'm uploading, uh, or I'm still in ex- the experimental stage of seeing where I can upload the previous versions of the show. And uh, see if I can do something like that. And the other thing about the video show that I wanted to mention is you can actually call in and have a video chat of it. And it's I'm actually looking at it. I'm trying to figure out if I can do it through YouTube uh, or a couple other venues like that, where if you actually call in, you know, most people have a Google password or Google email or an I, you know, an Apple ID, but fucking iCloud, don't even touch that shit. The Chinese try to break into that again. What do you mean that's creepy? I, what do you mean? That's creepy. Her set, or what I said about the oh the Google Hangouts. Yeah, Google Hangouts is an option. Um, so you can do a Google Hangouts. I'm looking at YouTube, and all that. But I think at some point I'd like to uh, I'd like to do a video because trying to expand it, trying to expand radio regardless into not more uh, you know more than what it is now. And uh, if you guys are listening consistently, thank you guys so much. You know the show is always getting better and better and better and better and better. And I'm working on the broadcast, and I'm doing this, and video kill the radio star. <laughs> video kill the radio star. It's very funny. Well, she is actually almost done with her set, which means there's only one more comic, and then I'm going to vote. Uh, so that's Brian Keith. So what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to, you know, about video. You just had the night off. Well, you know, you know, and my brother's working. That's good. My brother and sister are joining today, which is good. Uh, my wife visited my nephew yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Uh, down in Rhode Island. He's in college. College boy. Mr. College boy. So, oh, she's done. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Brian is actually going to go on next. Yep, Brian Keith is going to go on next. Brian, wave to me. Hey, hi. See, I'm in the booth. You can't even really hear people. You looking for the restroom? Yep, restroom right this way. Yes, I'm helping everybody here at the establishment. We'll see if a radio star will. Well, if we see a radio star, we'll clear them. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> what a douchebag. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to listen to Brian Keith for a few seconds. How is everybody? Great. It's going to go well. I'm so glad summer's over. I had a crappy summer. I thought I suffered a concussion in a sports-related incident. I took a foul ball to the head. It's the last time I ever go to a cockfight. It gets worse. It gets worse. I had to put my pet pig down. It was very sad. Apparently, he tore his hamstring. We had him cremated. God, that was one hell of a luau. To keep his remains wrapped in tinfoil right next to the bread and the mustard. Wonder if he ever thought in his afterlife he'd be reincarnated as a sandwich. My life sucks. I had a terrible day. I spent all morning trying to put the top down on my convertible sofa. 
I went to the stationery store today, but they moved. That's funny. No, that's it's a stationery that's store. fucking funny. By the way, <laughs> right next to the mobile station, which is in the same fucking spot every day. Life sucks tomorrow. I got clever. to go to the dentist. Very clever. I hate the dentist. I have a gay dentist. Guess that makes him the tooth fairy. Womp. <laughs> I always get nervous when he tells me I have a cavity he wants to fill. <laughs> yes, definitely, Paul. Whoa. Boop, 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 boop. I'll see if I can find that for Every you. Every time he brings me out of the gas, the first words out of his mouth are, okay, spit. <laughs> Shut up, it's a joke I swallow. I'm married. Thanks. Me and my wife just celebrated our anniversary. I got her a fur coat. Took me a month, chased down a dog her size. Just don't wonder what we're gonna do with those two extra sleeves yet. I love my wife. We played phone tag all day today. I didn't call her, I just like hitting her with the receiver. <laughs> She's a collector. She likes that antique retro jewelry. She came home last week with an I'm not in the mood ring. Which was okay because I was wearing my, you ain't getting any coppering anyhow, so. <laughs> Apparently she has a strange attraction for men who look like the young Colonel Sanders. Which he does, by the way. He very much looks like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Come on, you're slapping derby and a plaid vest on me, and I'm the fucking snowman from Rudolph's Christmas special. Yes, even that. Burl Ives. He looks just <laughs> like Burl Ives. It's, it's a fucking weird this. thing. These comics, uh, the my comic on stage right now, sucks. his name is Brian Keith. B-R-Y-A-N. Keith. If you want to actually Google him, see what he looks like. Turns out it was a Rosetta Stone. She'd approach, but then she's she's a chicken. My whole family is whacked. I have a cousin, 32 years old, total illiterate, can't read a word. So when he comes over for dinner, just to fuck with him, I serve alphabet soup. He's angry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to take our first break, and when I come back, we'll take our second break. We're going to do this in a little bit of out of order. Uh, you are listening to Radio Irregardless, broadcasting live from Whippersnappers in Londonderry, New Hampshire, and I am Mark Scalia, your host. Thank you, guys. We'll be right back. Coming to Salem this October. His visions outrageous. His predictions outlandish. His knowledge of the future is both ridiculous and benign. He is the world-renowned psychic. He is the hysterical medium at large. Charlatan! Appearing October 9th, 16th, 23rd, and 30th. Just go to gallowshillsalem.com and click the Psychic Show link. Hi, this is comedian actor John M. Keating, and you're listening to... Radio, irregardless. Hosted by my very good, dear friend... Mark Scalia. Okay, yeah, that's good. You can just put whatever he wants in there. I don't give a shit. Whatever. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. 
And you are back listening to Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And the chats are just killing me. Hey, did you see the size of that chicken? She is my flower, and I am a butterfly. Shh, I'm in the spirit world. And then my wife puts in tickets for Mark Cho available tomorrow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Guys, you are killing me. I'm having such a good time. Uh, I'm actually going to go on stage in a, a few seconds. I'm waiting for Alana, uh, the host of the show, to go up there, and I'm going to do uh, a quick 20, 25 minutes or so. I'm going to try some new stuff for the people that uh, haven't heard me do some new stuff. I'm going to um, do a couple new bits and some old bits and some fun bits and stuff like that. But there are, some, there are, like I said, there is about, I don't know, maybe 30 people in the room total. So I might do some of that. I don't know if I'm going to do the, uh, the impression. I'm going to try to knock them dead, but... You know, there, it's New Hampshire, and it's a rainy. It's actually not raining that bad up here tonight, so it's actually, it's uh, fairly cool. So I would play something else, but I've run out of bumper, and I've run out of time, and I've run out of everything. And I thought I was going to time it a little better, but uh, that's all. That's all I got going on. So if you guys are willing to stay up for another uh, half an hour or so, uh, I'm going to be. The colonoscopy bit never fails. I might do that. I might do the colonoscopy bit. Do some other stuff. I really want to talk about my dad and my mom tonight. I feel like that all the time. So he's almost. Uh, this gentleman's actually almost done. She's getting all the paperwork together. So here we go. Let's see. I did my first break. I think she's moving. It's, it seems like he's been up there for eight minutes. <laughs> so I am not using my remote tonight. Um, all I got is a microphone pointed at the stage. Uh, Mary's waiting to hear Uncle Buddy's comedy. Okay, then Mary Boo can uh, listen to me, and I'll be off before 10 o'clock so she can go to bed, which is all good for everybody. So, yeah, he is. Oh. Take a, listen a couple more seconds of Brian Keith. Through Hartford, no flat jacket, dump me out onto I-95 over the George Washington Bridge, end up in fucking Newark, New Jersey somewhere. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm uh, ready to go, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just go there. So if you guys want to listen for a little bit longer, that'd be great if you can listen to. Hopefully the sound sounds pretty good, and I got nice strong Wi-Fi signal. Got a nice strong Wi-Fi signal, so that should work out nice. No remote. I'm just gonna have the microphone. I'm recording them, uh, pointed at that direction. So. All right, guys. Hopefully, you'll enjoy me doing some comedy, and uh, and when we come back, uh, I'll take another break, and then we'll we'll talk to my guest who is scheduled to be here tonight. So, all right, guys, enjoy. My name is Brian. Brian Keith, everyone. All right, I'm just gonna review the comments for you. Take out your vote slips, please. If you join the email, and you will only receive email for Whippersnappers Wednesday Night Comedy, you will receive a free ticket to our semifinals. Your first performer of the evening was Fad Geet from Dubai. Who was very funny, by the way. He got my vote. Your number two comic was Chris Poublon, your Marine. Again, very funny. Number he came three. came in third. Brian Munzer. Brian Munzer was my third was my second choice. Number four, Jim Bishop, Mr. Sunshine. And number five, single and ready to mingle, James Mullen. Number six, 
loves to share, Kristen O'Brien. And number seven, who closed the show, Brian Keith. I'm gonna come around and gather your vote slips, one per person. Now, it gives me great pleasure to bring this headliner to the stage. You probably recognize Dream him on. from TV, from radio. Of course, He's been <laughs> recognize me from radio. Live and I have. hard for us all night. Here we go. From behind the scenes, but now he's going to work hard for us from center stage. Please put your hands together. The man from Radio Irregardless, Mark Scalia. Oh my God. Round of applause for all the comics shot tonight. All very funny, working really hard for you guys. And then stop immediately before I finish that. That's fucking works. That's <laughs> so, it's good to be here at Whippersnappers. I've never performed in a bar stuck in a strip mall next to a pedophile uh, place. What's that, the child boutique? Can you buy kids there? It's the children's boutique, right? Pe that's fucking a pedophile written all over it. I don't know what's wrong with you people. Strip mall, there's not, it's not even well lit here. So you know, it's creeping. Okay, fine, well, it's a little too close to home. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll be honest with you, I actually, I love coming to New Hampshire, but I don't like driving here for one reason. Your cops suck. Your cops hide everywhere. I got pulled over by a state cop. He come out of a hole like a gopher. He's like, okay. He pulls me over, diagonal parks, blocks like six lanes of traffic, jumps out. Hey, you know how fast you were going? Uh, I don't know, about 60. Well, 60? Why don't you try 85? I'm like, dude, I'm trying for 60. <laughs> And then he gave me a price list. Have you been open? I, I gave him a price list, state trooper, price list. Like 60 to 65 is one ticket. 66 to 70 different tickets. So I'm like, ooh, can I get the police brutality and the baton on my ass? It's a Wednesday special. But what impressed me about state troopers from start to finish, the whole ticket took five minutes. From the time he got out of his cruiser to the time he drove away, took five minutes. Have you ever been pulled over by a Massachusetts state trooper? That's a whole different story. It's like, woo! <laughs> so, dude, obviously, in a hurry, just give me a fucking ticket, please, would you? And Maine is no better for tickets. Maine is terrible for tickets. I was doing a big benefit show for the fire department. It's like two shows, 500 people. I'm driving. I'm like from here to the back of the room. That's my exit. I'm driving blue lights right away. Pull over. Guy's like, hey, uh, you're going kind of fast tonight. I'm like, really? How fast was I going? He goes, 37. I go, what's the speed limit? He goes, 25. I said, well, fuck, you better call for backup because it's going to be some shit. <laughs> then he goes away, and I'm like, yeah, he's probably just going to write me a warning. It's, you know, 37. He comes back. He gives me a ticket. The ticket, $147. Then he goes, I did you a favor. I said you were only going 35. I said a fucking favor would be to not write me the ticket at all. That would have been a favor. But 147 is a strange number for 10 miles above the speed limit, don't you think? 
Because I looked it up. I went home and I, I was going to fight the ticket. I looked it up. Do you know that 147 is a flat rate? Like every violation is 147. I'm not making it up. You can Google it. It's a PDF file. You look it up. Everything's 147. You know what else? Driving with radioactive material. <laughs> I'm not making it up. Do you know what else? 147? Throwing something out of a moving vehicle at a live animal. They're fucking bored in Maine, I'll tell you that right now. And 147 is a strange number. You know? Like 125 makes sense. 130 makes sense. 150 147? They're like, you know, a lot of people come up here and they're breaking some laws and we gotta, we gotta make sure that don't happen. And if we charge too much, they're gonna get pissed off and we won't charge enough. So I was, uh, 150 is too much. People will complain about that. And 135 is not enough revenue. How about 147? <laughs> so you know, the next time I go to Maine, I'm gonna throw radioactive material out of my window at a movie, out of my, out of, at a live animal going 10 miles above the speed limit and see what the fuck happens. Maine's a crazy state in general. The first time I went up to Maine, I went way up in Maine. I was up in Caribou. I'm bragging. I was up in Caribou, and once you get past Bangor, it gets fucking weird. Like here, you gotta really look for the weirdness. Like you can go up to, what is it, Claremont? Once you get past Claremont, people start losing teeth and cousins start hanging out with each other and shit like that. And I understand. It's fine, I'm not going to judge. Maybe your fifth cousins. Who knows? I'm not going to figure it out. But in Maine, they, like, they're, they're so messed up. Like, the first time I was up in Maine, I stopped at a sub shop in Maine, which was a mistake to begin with. But I stand in a big sub. Do you know what they don't call subs, subs in Maine? Do you know what they call subs in Maine? Italians. I am, what are you looking at me like that for? That's what they actually call them Italians. I walk into a sub shop, big science is Italians. I go, I like this fucking place. You're too good place. So I said to the girl, I go, do you have any Italian subs? She goes. Sir, these are all Italians. I go, no, I'm from Boston. You don't call them Italian, you call them subs. You got a meatball Italian, you got a meatball sub. American Italian, you got American sub. Do you have any Italian subs? She goes. <laughs> These are all Italian, sir. I go, no, 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 you're not sitting here. Just, just take the money and go. She's probably talking to the cop after. So what did he look like? He was short, dark, he smelled like oil. I think he was Italian. <laughs> but I love this job, man. I've been doing this job for a long time, about 24 years. I, uh, I love coming up here, and I've been traveling. It's afforded me a lot of uh, travel time. I've gone to places I normally wouldn't see. I've met, place, met people I never would have met, and it got me out of the house at a very young age. It helped me to realize my family was stupid, and I should avoid these people. I don't know if you, you, people, you, have, you have stupid people in your families. Yeah, well, I mean, don't raise your hands if you're sitting with them. It's really going to piss them off. <laughs> But it was different. It was different being a kid. You being a kid, it was, it was so much different. You enjoyed the holidays. You liked them. And if you got kids, and then a kid experience the holidays completely different. Because holidays are different and fun and exciting. Different characters, different colors. All this is different. Then you grow up and you become an adult, and every holiday just becomes the same holiday. It doesn't matter what it is. You show up at nine, set the table nine thirty, start cooking at ten. A big fight breaks out at ten thirty. You're a piece of shit. You know that? Why don't you shove your holiday up your ass? How come you have to ruin every year? 
Everybody eats, you're out of there at one. Because when you're a kid, you don't know your family's fucked up. You don't look at them like that. You're a kid, you see mother, father, sister, brother. You get older, drunk slut, lose a moron. That's what happens. And Halloween is only a couple weeks away. Halloween, the last adult holiday. Because adults really don't enjoy holidays as much. Like Christmas you can, but it's more for, it's for kids and stuff like that. But there's no real adult holidays. Halloween's the last one. We can, can't, we can fucking keep that one. Halloween's ours. Because at no other time during the year will you be driving around and see a clown sitting next to a rabbit and going, ah, that's fucking normal today. That's fucking normal. And it's great. And I, I used to go to costume. I used to really enjoy Halloween. I used to dress up all the time. I used to go to parties. And the most, the, the weirdest story I ever had is I went to a Halloween party and a girl's dressed up like a hippie. She got like tie-dye and beads and she got a piece of paper rolled up like a joint stuck behind her ear. So I said, kidding around, I go, hey, you want to do a doobie with me? She goes, what's a doobie? I was like, you shit, man. How many people remember when a joint was called a doobie? Yeah, yeah, you remember that? Yeah, we had fucking dime bags. They actually called them dime bags then. And they were fucking dimes. You can, we had, pot was cheap then. But then I started thinking about it. It's like, well, yeah, doobie's a weird thing, but you don't really hear the word doobie that often. Like, the only time you ever hear the word doobie is the Doobie Brothers or Romper Room. You fucking remember? <laughs> fucking Romper Room. Doobie, be a good doobie. And then you think, how the fuck did that happen? Just sitting around one day, a bad episode, and the girl's like, I see Billy and Cindy and a big fucking spider on the wall. You kids have any chips left in your lunch boxes? I'm kind of hungry. You guys don't fucking remember Romper Room? <laughs> the magic fucking mirror? Yeah, she wasn't on fucking crack, was she? It's like, oh, I see everybody. It's like, fucking bitch saw me at the house. I'm like, that's fucking weird. <laughs> she always said, I see Mark. I'm like, what the fuck? Where is she? <laughs> I'm like six years old and terrified. I miss being a kid, man. I like my age. I don't want to be younger, but I just kind of miss being a kid a little bit. You get, you get to do stuff that you got you got to, you got away with shit. I actually read an article. Actually, I'm lying. I heard it on NPR because my radio stations are fucking bogus. And I don't normally listen to NPR because I don't want to get educated. I just want to be fucking stupid. Um, and they were talking about you know Renee Zellweger's face. I'm like, that's enough. I've had enough of that shit. What happened to her? Oh, anyway. But they said that kids don't physically play anymore. Do you know that? Kids don't have rough and tumble time. Remember, we, we used to all be rough and tumble. We used to get knocked down and get back up. There were bullies. We used to get pushed around in school. We were very physical. And they said that when you experience physicality, your brain actually secretes an enzyme that makes you smarter. Did you know that? That's why our kids are so fucking stupid. That's why when they're wearing a bike, they got a helmet and fucking pads and, and shoulder, and they're wearing, they look like fucking stormtroopers and they got fucking training wheels. They're not gonna fall anyway. <laughs> they're not. I wasn't allowed, like, these kids are wearing that kind of shit and they're going swimming. It's fucking water, it ain't gonna hurt you. <laughs> it isn't. They're wearing swimmies and they're wearing neck thing. They got a, a fucking neck brace. A fucking neck brace for a kid who's swimming. Like, I don't wanna get injured. It's fucking water. <laughs> you are made of 70% of it. 80%. The world's made out of almost... What the fuck was it? Did you see that giant bug? 
Did you see that? Oh, it's like a pterodactyl. It's late in the year to see a bug that big. He's dedicated. But kids, we protect our kids. So I don't have kids. I mean, I'd like to have kids. My wife and I, I'll get to that in a minute. But I don't, I, there's too many people now, I think. And most of them are stupid. Would you agree? Yeah. And they're just making more. It's like, are you stupid? You stupid? Here's your fucking moron. And that's what happens. <laughs> I don't trust anything man-made, especially people. They just make them stupider and stupider. And I, over the summer, I'm glad the summer's over. I'm not a big winter guy, but I'm glad the summer's over. Because I live, I live in a private driveway, and I'm in the middle of the block, and everybody around me's got pools. And every single day over the summer, I heard kids swimming in pools. And, the, and we didn't have a pool growing up. I grew up in Chelsea, Massachusetts, a very small city. We had a two-car driveway, and, well, we kind of had a pool. We would pull out of the garage every Saturday. It was about that high, and we'd fucking fill it up with water. And it was that little fishes on the bottom of it. And we didn't have it. We didn't have any money. We didn't. And my mother would just stand there with the hose and her one piece black with the skirt and just fill it up. And we and we'd try to jump in it. She goes, get out. And she'd fucking go. And we didn't have money for a gun. Like, you know, a nozzle. First time I saw a nozzle and a fucking hose, I was like, oh, my God, what's that? It's a hose with a nozzle. My mother would just put her thumb on it and go <laughs> and spray us like we were cats to get us out of the way. And she would fill it up. Like this much. And it's only the pool's only this deep. And we would fucking dive in this son of a bitch. And nobody got hurt. Nobody ever got hurt. And it's on pavement. Meanwhile, the kid's like, don't dive in the deep end. Fuck you, you little shit. Just fucking dive. I don't mean to be angry about it. I'm just like, man, we're getting stupider and softer. And you, you can't, I don't want to be that. Like, I'm that guy now. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. Do you know what I need? A hat, a shotgun, and a rocking chair. I'll just sit there and go, that ball better not come in my fucking yard. <laughs> I'm that guy now. And I'm 46. I'm not an old man. I don't think 46 is old. My father was old. My father was 80 years old. And I have become him. I'm him now. My father died almost nine years ago. Everything he ever said comes out of my mouth like I own it. I've adopted everything. My, fa my father's favorite word was punk considered anybody younger than him to be a punk. My father was almost 80 years old. Most people encountered were younger than him. This is how insane he was. I'm driving him to a doctor's appointment. His health was really bad. He's got oxygen on, can barely move. We're driving down the street, see a 50-year-old guy crossing the street. 50. My dad looks at me and goes, look at this fucking punk crossing the street. I was like, dad, the guy's like 50. He's a fucking punk crossing against the light. Take him out. I'm like, take him out? What is wrong with <laughs> My father had a phrase for everything. God forbid you've lost something. Had a phrase for that. Hey, Dad, have you seen my car keys? I can't find them anywhere. Huh? If they were up your ass, you'd know about it. <laughs> First of all, I would hope so. And second, how bad you lose something at one of the places you got to check is up your ass. <laughs> He had the best way to insult you and then apologize for the insult. He'd go, come here, come over here. Not for nothing, but you are an asshole. Yeah, it's a pretty bad insult. Here comes his apology. I'm just saying. <laughs> My father was born in 1927. Most of the technologies we enjoy, he couldn't figure out. The day he died, he had no idea what the internet was. He calls me up and says, hey, can you do me a favor? There's a show on TV. I watch a show. I don't know what time that show is on. On your way over, pick me up a TV guide so I can find out what time that show is on. 
I go, Dad, just tell me the name of the show and I'll look it up online. No, no, no. Don't wait in line for something like that. Just pick me up TV. Want to do something funny? I did that joke two weeks ago. Kids sit in the front row, look at me like this. What's a TV guy? Yeah, I go, how old are you? He goes, 17. I go, what's your name? He goes, Jeremy. I go, Jeremy. There was a time before the internet. He goes, yeah, there were dinosaurs and you fuckers lived in caves. That's what he said to me. And I was going to knock him out right there and then. But his parents are sitting next to him. They're in my demographic. So I go, hey, what's up with Jeremy? They go, oh, we encourage Jeremy to be his own person. I wish I had that option growing up. Don't get me wrong. I had the two options. I had do it or die. Those were the options I had. I go, did you ever spank him? No, no, no. We never hit our Jeremy. Really. If you got kids and you love your kids, Beat your kids. And let me tell you why. Not for the discipline, not for the respect. It's for the funny stories they get to tell their kids. Because really, how funny is this going to be in 20 years? You know, when I was your age, and I got in any kind of trouble, my parents would make me stand in a corner. Oh, I learned my lesson that day. What? And I can't tell you, I've also had my share of timeouts as well. Timeouts? My father would smack me and my mother. My mother would smack me back to my father. There was no downtime. I grew up in a time it was all right to hit kids. It was actually encouraged. I would be in the grocery store. I reach for an apple. I get hit in the side of the head. It wasn't even my mother. It was just some guy. And my mother would be like, hey, did you hit my son? He was like, yeah, he was reaching for an apple. My mother would go, don't inconvenience a stranger. And you can't hit kids today, I understand. Not just you can't hit them, you don't want to. We've, we've evolved past that. We have knowledge, we, we understand that it really is ineffective. We don't do that anymore. And I understand. And everybody in this room is probably a good parent and a good uncle and a, and a good aunt. And you do the important things, you do the supportive things. You go to the Little League games and the soccer practices and the dance recitals. Uh, don't get me started on the fucking dance recitals. Uh, has anyone ever been to a dance recital? Do you know what we need at Guantanamo Bay, Cuba? Fucking dance recital company. <laughs> One have to waterboard a single terrorist. Just tie him to a chair and make him watch and be like, I'm not telling you anything about Al-Qaeda. Oh, fuck yourself. Whatever. It doesn't. Why will the children start dancing at different times? Why would you play music if they're not going to dance to it? Look, if my nephew was in the first half, can I leave early? Please don't make me stay for the award ceremony. Very well. I'll buy your DVD. I will. But everybody's good like that. You're supportive. I didn't have supportive parents. My father had no confidence in me. I would lift a full glass of water off the table. You're going to drop it. I'd make it across the floor. I'd put it down. You got lucky this time. My mother had so much fear. No matter what I was doing, she would tell me exactly how I would die doing it. We'd be in a cookout. I'd lift a plastic butter knife. Oh my God, don't rub with that, because if you do, you're going to fall down, rip your belly open. We don't have money, because like, it's just more than likely going to fall in your face, rip your eye out, and no one's going to marry a Cyclops. <laughs> and not only can you not hit kids today that we shouldn't hit kids, you can't even yell at kids today. You yell at a kid in public, a fucking SWAT team will show up at your house. <laughs> We didn't have anybody looking out for kids like it now. Like when I was a kid, the only thing we had, we didn't have DSS or Child Protective Services. 
The only thing we had was an 800 number. You could call the 800 number. If things were really bad, you could call the 800 number and you could report it. And I made the mistake <laughs> of telling my Italian mother, four by four by four with a mustache. <laughs> she was a tough bitch. <laughs> I told her I was gonna call someone and report that you were hitting me. She hit me with the phone. <laughs> And I don't mean phones we have today that are plastic, wireless, and made in Malaysia. I'm talking about a phone as big as this speaker. Do you remember? It was lime green, rotary dial, had two bells, it weighed 12 pounds. She hit me. It was ringing for eight minutes after. And then she said, now you got something to tell him. <laughs> and my wife wants to have kids. And I do, too. I mean, I'd love to have kids. I mean... I, I think it would be nice, I mean, have a nice genetic offspring and stuff like that. Right? But, I mean, my wife's just kind of crazy about it. Like, she comes home from the doctors all the time now. Every time she's like, I just came back from a doctor and I'm all set. My eggs are fine. What about you? I don't have any eggs. She goes, no, what about your little guys? I go, I don't know, they come out when I call them. That's all I know. She goes, no, you, you got to get tested. And I was like, okay, fine. So I went and I got tested. I don't know if anybody's ever been tested for fertility. It's a very strange thing. I went in, they gave me the cup. I was expecting the cup. But then they put the cup in a fluorescent orange bag with a biohazard symbol. And I'm like, this is my semen. It's not acid blood from an alien. So it's not gonna hurt anybody. Never had anybody go, oh my God, it burns! I mean, it happens, but not for that reason. Um, so, so I said, so I said to the, the girl behind the counter, I go, do you have a, a lounge or something? She goes, no, we have a bathroom around the corner. I'm like. Okay, do you have any magazines or anything? She goes, no, I don't have any magazines. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll just, I'll just use my phone. So, so I get in it because I've got a terrible imagination, even worse memory. So I get in there, and it's just a bathroom, and there's people walking by in a hallway. So I take my phone out, and there's no signal. There's no, no Wi-Fi. There's no. I'm like, oh, and I got to do this all by hand. This is gonna suck. So I get in, and they say that before you get in there, they tell you don't let anything touch the rim of the cup. It'll contaminate the specimen. And I'm like, and when I'm home, I mean, I plenty of time. And when I'm home, I'm like, woo! I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, woo! You know, it be like a fire hose. I don't even give a shit. So, but it, it's like the most awkward thing. So I'm like, don't, don't, don't touch the sides. It's like the worst game of operation I've ever played in my life. And I'm sweating like I'm at a track meet. And I'm like, oh. Finally, I go, oh, I love you. And I'm like, I don't know what else to say. I'm married. I used to say, you're welcome. No, I don't say that anymore. So I'm done. And I put the cap on it. I put it in the bag. And they have like a, a, a night deposit slot built into the wall that connects to the lab. So you don't have to walk around with the specimen. So I open it up. And I put it in. I close it up. And I put my jacket back on. And I don't hear any activity. Like I don't hear any noise or any action whatsoever. And now my mind starts racing. I'm thinking of all this weird shit. I'm like, oh, man, I, I hope that was enough. I don't like. I don't know how much they need. I don't want a tech picking up and going. Oh, now that's unfortunate. You know, I don't, I don't know. And then I like. I lost track. My phone had no signal, so I lost track of time. Like I don't know how long I've been in here. Like I'm, like, I'm trying to figure out. Should I 
leave. I don't want to leave too early, but I don't want to leave too late. Like I'm enjoying myself. So I'm like, like I had to do the walk of shame out of my own HMO. I'm like, okay, thank you. Here you go. Here's the money. And the weirdest part about that story is the next day, my wife looks at me. She goes, do you want to go give blood together tomorrow? I'm like, did I not just give up enough fluid for you the day before? She's like, there's like four nurses. They'll help you. I'm like, where the fuck were they yesterday? <laughs> guys, my name is Mark Sleeve. I had a great time. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much. Back to Alana. That's time. Thank you all for being a part of our kickoff show, our very first uh, night of the comedy competition. I'm going to announce the winners. Oh, now you want to hear if, the winners. Uh, did you enjoy the performers tonight? Uh, now you want to hear the winners. I am tired. That was a lot of work. That was a lot of work, guys. Uh, let's see. Who stuck out for the performance? Yay! LOL. The power's back on. Oh, Karen, did you lose power? Oh, I guess my wife lost power. I can't laugh because it's true. <laughs> oh, let's see. Oh, now i got to backtrack. And, let's, let me backtrack. And, let's see. Uh, Mary's jumping out of her skin. Let's see. Let's go all the way back. Here we go. Uh, let's see. I want to read some of the comments. Uh, there's a visual we can't see. Funny bit. Totally needs a visual. Thank you. Uh, so I'm acting it up for her. <laughs> Uh, we had a we had a guest jump on for a second. Reggae Petrus Paselli. Kim said, "Laugh my ass off." Go, Uncle, you rock. Thank you. Go, Uncle, you are awesome. The hundred forty-seven dollar fine. I don't trust anything. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I don't trust anything mad made, especially people. Thank you. That was a new joke. Uh, the lights are flickering. The wind began to howl. The big begin to pitch. The house began to send a pitch, and then just the witch just had a fight. All right. Seriously, it's violent outside. Um, can't laugh because it's all true. It's nasty out. Yeah, it's not nasty up here. Uh, phone thing power back on. Oh, Karen, did you lose power? Thank you guys for laughing at it. Oh, let's see. One new chat message. Don't touch the rim. <laughs> so, thank you. Oh, wait, now, Fagit. Fagit, come over here, please. Here, let me turn up your microphone. You are hilarious tonight, my friend. Thank you, sir. This was the winner of other thing. His name is Fagit from Dubai. Oh, my goodness. It's very exciting to be here. <laughs> Where are we again? Whippersnappers. Whippersnappers. We're yes. getting whipped and snapped. I know. It was snapped and whipped. <laughs> snapped and whipped. Hey, either way. Don't it do works it. for me. It does for you. <laughs> and, uh, and I'll tell you what. How I, you been, man? You were I'm pretty funny up there. I'm good. Thank you, man. You were too. Uh, you oh, were, thank you so much. We, uh, we didn't start the show before you went on, so... Uh, so we started the show at nine o'clock, and you went on eight thirty. You were the first one. Yeah, I had to, I had to take the bullet. Yes, and you got, felt good. You got my vote. Hey, thank you so oh, much. Oh, you can put the headphones on so you oh, can wow, hear. Oh, yeah, put it. the headphones, the little earbuds. Yeah, because when I whisper, I want you to hear me. This <laughs> Still, is oh, now I can hear you, everything. Now you can hear everything. Whisper <laughs> to me softly. <laughs> so I'll tell you what. Um, my uh, my audience is uh, a little thinned out, but they're still here, hey, and I got everybody. some more people. Who do you got? All, who's listening? These right are all now? my these are all my loyal listeners. Oh, wow, you've got some sexy people on I that do. list, huh? <laughs> well, some of them my family, so I can't consider them that way. So that's fine. Hey, it's the Scalias. <laughs> how you doing, Scalias? Nice to see you. So, uh, how long you been doing uh, the stand up? Really, I did it for, for uh, I did it for like a couple of years in Dubai, and then I came to the states, and uh, so <laughs> I think right around four years already. Good, and you don't want to you don't want to drop. 
drop the facade. You want to be cool. With, 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 okay, that's fine. No. Uh, you know. It doesn't matter. You do your thing. I, I do I, my thing. I, I'm chilling like a villain, you I, know? Now, Fagit. Yes. Um, I got to uh, ask you. I don't know anything about your family or your origin. I, you're, I know you're from Dubai. Yes. <coughs> Excuse I me. I really do screwed you, up do you have any upbringing. No, really? Yeah. Do, no, really. do you have a wife? Do you have, are you married? Yes. I, uh, no, I actually have a girlfriend, Saliba. So, oh, Saliba. Yes, Saliba. And who is Saliba? Uh, Saliba is my girlfriend for the last nine years. Oh, really? I call her the bed hog, actually. <laughs> What yeah. is, what is that? Well, because every night she always stretches way out and she pushes me all the way over to the edge of the bed. I know. I, yeah. ha I have. You know how that. Plus, her, I have one of those her, as well. Plus, her pussy tastes like a bacon. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> Don't. You had That's me. That's why I call her the bed hug. No, you yeah. had me at hello and then you uh, fucked uh, me. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, uh, yeah. <laughs> So now I have uh, no, and I, you know I kind of screwed up upbringing to yeah. you know my my brother Mahmoud, you know. Oh, you do? No, I do. Yeah. Is a big family just one brother? No, it's just one brother. Okay. But my mother, you know, she's she always favored my brother Mahmoud. Oh, that's yeah. unfortunate. She breastfed him for five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, eighteen to twenty-three. <laughs> All I ever got was formula and a couple of hand jobs. <laughs> That ain't right. No, it's not fair. You know? Maybe it's Life, a part of the life's not fair. It could be the part of the part of the world you were brought up in. Yeah, yeah. You know? How, what was what was it like growing up in Dubai? Uh, it was really. I mean, it was very exciting. Dubai, yeah. Dubai is a cool city. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell me your stories? But I've never been to Dubai. Well, you want to hear about the time I got herpes? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> so no, I'll tell you. Uh, but I did. But I. But I know I that. Was, I know that you know with. Um, with Ebola, <laughs> herpes is not that bad anymore for you. <laughs> I'd rather eat a whole Ebola of herpes <laughs> than get Ebola. <laughs> so, so you won tonight. Where are you? Oh, I, I was the winner. That's you, right. You won tonight. I was very excited. What did you win? I get to come back. Okay, for the finals? Uh, yeah, for the finals. Okay, and what is that? I think I have no idea. I, and I, you have a website so I can tell my, my Yeah, you go, all you have to do is go to Fagit. <laughs> dot com. You That's F A G double E T. <laughs> F E G. Yeah. Double E T. Yes. Is it double E T? It's double E T. Yes. So it's not E T E T. It's just dub. It's E E T. Double E T. Double. So ouch, 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 ouch. So and you'll be back here. And where do you, do you have anything else coming up? Uh, just coming around here, hanging out in New Hampshire. I love okay. the New Hampshire people. Are you supposed to be in New Hampshire though? Uh, not legally, <laughs> but <laughs> but that's all right. I mean, you know, I don't think any of these wonderful listeners are going to tell anybody. Well, I don't know. They're talking about the. We we need to hear a good herpes story. Uh, my sister just said. Oh, you want to hear something about? Fine, the, fine. Let's hear. We can hear that. Well, I, I don't. Thank know. you, Keith. You want to hear some... It's, it's Keith. His last name hey, is Keith. Hey, good to him. see you. Brian, take care, my hey, Brian friend. Keith. Brian, Brian take, Keith. Brian Keith. Take care. I never trust anybody two first names. No. <laughs> no, take care, man. Good nice to job see tonight. you, my friend. Hey, great set. Great set. It was nice talking to you. That's, he did well. Oh, my goodness. All yeah. right. That's the Colonel. Do you know the Colonel? The Colonel? He looks like Colonel Sanders. He looks like Colonel Sanders? He does. You know the guy on the, end, on the chicken, a bucket of chicken? A bucket of chicken? No, he doesn't look like a bucket of chicken. He looks like the guy in the bucket of chicken. He looks like the guy on the bucket of the chicken. Yes, the yes. You know, like this, like this guy. This is the, this guy looks just like my brother Mahmoud. Oh, really? He looks exactly like. I him. don't know. Were you best friend? Were you best friend? No. Oh, he can't hear us because he's not wearing headphones. Oh, like that's us. right. He can't hear. He can barely hear us. Yeah, but no, I, 
I'll tell you, I have, I have an eight-year-old son, though. Did I tell you that? No. Yeah, his name's a little Fagid. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fagid, yeah. thank you so yeah. much. Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hey, see hey, if I get some rounds. Thank you before. very much. Fagid, take off your headphones. Thank you. That was uh, Fagid from Dubai, everybody. Very funny. And uh, I'm probably going to make a call to uh, INS or NSA and make sure that uh, we get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> so uh, joining me now, I got uh, Chris Poublon. Did I say it right? You did. You did. Chris Poublon. Yeah, adjust the mic for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, sometimes me... I think I'm saying it wrong. There you go. I get a little more mic. There we go. And uh, you did. You did, did. you? How did you place tonight? Did they? Did, I was third. You were third. Yes. So I'm in the top three. I'll be back in two weeks. Oh, good for you. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think that's how it works. It's, but it's not the final, right? You no, gotta, no, no. It's not the finals or anything. Oh, they so stagger you. I got again. another chance to get into the finals. So real so. quick, because uh, I want to, I want to see if I can get everybody on tonight. Um, you are an ex-marine. A former Marine, yes. Hoorah. Hoorah, yes. Hoorah. Is it hoorah? Hoorah. It's hoorah. The hoorah. army says hua. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, hua is, there, is uh. Yeah, well, that's the army. The Marines say army. that they say that because they're trying to say hoorah with a dick in their mouth. I, I oh. Know, it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Oh, Jason Body just came on. Jason, thanks for joining us. We're interviewing some of the comics up here at Whippersnappers uh, that were involved in a comedy competition, and it's Wednesday night, and it's still early. It's 10 o'clock. Um, so you go on stage and you play the ukulele. I do, yes. I play my dirty little parodies that I, they're, they're not radio friendly, so I enjoy doing this. And speaking of radio, well, this is internet radio. You can do whatever right, the fuck right. you want. But you have a radio uh, show as well. Right. Every we- Thursday night, 9 to midnight on 980 WCAP. It's AM radio. AM radio. It still exists. It does. And you yes. can actually, and for those of you who can't get it, uh, hi, Jason. Uh, for those of you, oh, INS doesn't exist anymore. It's not ICE. My brother just said, so Fagit has left the building, so right. I didn't put a tracker on him. Um, but AM radio does exist. It and does. if you can't listen to the radio station if, in your area, if you don't get it in your area, you can listen to it online. That's right, at uh, 980wcap.com. We stream online. Also, uh, it's it's called The After Party. You can also download it on iTunes. So oh, it's like a, a, yeah, in a I've podcast never, format. Yeah, exactly. I never listen to it. <laughs> my, my producer tells me <laughs> it's there. So You don't listen to your yeah, own I show? Should, I can't. It's, it's weird. It's like uh, you're hearing your own voice. And I start yelling at myself, like, why did you say that? Oh, ah. I'm, I'm exactly like, <laughs> my thing is my broadcast. I always go, oh, th- that was the worst fucking show ever. Right. And then I listen to it. And I go, oh, it's, it was fucking good. It, it was, was a good show. Bad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really weird dynamic to doing it and listening to so it. So where are you going to be this week coming up? You got anything going this weekend? Any Ooh, big shows coming up? I'm, in the next I'm hoping weeks? to sleep. That's it. I've, really? I've had a very busy week. I've been having a train a morning show guy and then do my afternoon right. shift at CAP. And so. do you still teach? Uh, uh, no, I've never taught. I only, did, I've been just training somebody. No, 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 for children. Don't, did you? No, I've never taught. you like a day camp or something? Nope. I have kids. I got three of them. So really? I, I teach I could them have... to eat, their mouth, uh, eat with their mouths shut. <laughs> I, I teach them to uh, put their cups in the sink when they're done drinking. <laughs> <laughs> There's only a few things that I teach right now. I could have, I could have sworn that you did, uh, that you were teaching students or something you had day camp or something like no, that oh no. goodness no so maybe it's not I, a pedophile thing yeah, 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 nothing, nothing like that <laughs> <laughs> well chris man thanks for being on hey uh, i hope to be back on your show again oh, yeah, i loved hey. your show i had such a good time yeah well let me know when you're free I'd love i to will man on. you know what i would love to do uh, um, if i'm i'm always now i'm always working all the time yeah, but i love to do call-ins i right. if i if i have the ability to call in anyway, again i'd love to do it give us a call 9-7-8-4-5-4-4-9-8-0. no no say it slower say it slower <laughs> Say it slow. Nine seven eight four five four four nine eight zero every That's Thursday right. night from nine to midnight. And it's the called the after party. The after party. The after party where everybody wants to be. That was Chris Poublon, everybody. Welcome. Thank you. Now it's this is the first time we've met. You can put the headphones on. 
And I loved your stuff tonight, man. Oh, thank you. You did great. I think I voted for you three. Oh, I wasn't sure because I had to vote as well. And you weren't one of the coolest fucking superheroes ever, Deadpool. And I think J- Brendan's still on. He's wearing a Deadpool. What's it say? It's uh, this is a Deadpool crossover with the game Portal. With the whole thing uh, with uh, the portal, like one of the big <laughs> themes is the cake is a lie. So it's Deadpool coming through a portal with cake. I, I saw it and I had to buy it. That is a great shirt. Thank you. I love Deadpool, man. And was it is it James or Jim? James. It is James. All right, James. And I'll tell you what. Tell uh, tell my listening audience about you. How long you been at it, stand up? Uh, I started last March after getting laid off from my full-time job. <laughs> That's how it happens. Because it's one of those points where I had nothing else to lose and I had the free time. So nice. I figured I might as well give it a shot. And, and see you're if young, I can man. How old are you? I'm, I'm not that young. I'm 28. That's, fucking, that's young enough, man. Some of these guys start at 35 or... And they're like, oh, my God, I'm starting. I go, what did you I fucking mean, do it? I, I technically did uh, an open mic or two when I was 20, but then I took a long hiatus because <laughs> I didn't feel confident in what I was doing or the material I had. And then after I got laid off, things just kind of came together yeah. for me, and I just kind of went at it. You're like, fuck it. I'm laid off. What's the Pretty worst that could happen? But great job tonight, man. Thank and, you. And did you place tonight? Uh, I did not. Ah. Oh. It's all right. I'm used to losing. So it's just what I expect. <laughs> you I was a- part of a contest earlier in the summer where there were four comics up, three advanced, and I was not one of them. <laughs> Watch yourself come in here. Oh, God. You were actually, you did a really funny bit of the Mario thing. Oh, thank you, man. That was one of the, one of the, one of the, uh, the workers here. He's holding a table. He's looking at him. He's freaking jacked. Fucking kid, look at him. Yeah. All jacked up. He's eating corn, fucking corn fed mutation. Um, but yeah, you. Did, what's holding? The new Deadpool movie, Ryan Reynolds, come out next year. No, they're teasing it. I don't think they're going to do it. I, I, I like the teaser they came out with. The uh, animated one was very good. Yes. But they had one, a couple, like actual test footage, was like a full action scene, which mm. I thought looked pretty spectacular. But I've heard a lot of like behind the scenes stuff where like. With Deadpool, one of the things with these big superhero movies where they cast like you know big names, big faces. There's a kind of like a no, all, like no 100% mask rule, because you know you want to see people seeing Robert Downey Jr.'s face, Chris Hemsworth, right, Chris Evans, and with Deadpool, you know you take off his mask and you got like a hideously scarred man, right. And I've also heard they're planning on making a PG-13, and considering like what I've been following from Deadpool comics, no. yeah, PG-13 is no. not really gonna fly with the heroes consistently like disemboweled. There's a there's something I've seen, and I'm gonna let my brother know and Brendan know because they're big uh, sci-fi guys, and maybe Anthony Villa as well. Um, there's a, a guy who does these videos. He said who would win, and then like puts he put <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah he I've put, he put Vat- Batman versus Deadpool, and Deadpool actually takes a gun. He goes he goes knives. You think the boss me? He goes watch this, and he shoots himself like in the chin like six <laughs> times. Um, but it's hysterical. I saw uh, Wolverine versus Predator. Hmm. Yeah, the guy who does all it's on YouTube. You got to you like just YouTube it, it, but it's fantastic and the video quality. Uh, the the production wall is amazing. So, so he actually like hand animates all no, these fights. No, no, he has he has an actor. He has two actors, and they do fighting. He had uh, there was an animated one of Superman versus the Hulk, which was fantastic. But he does um, uh, no Batman did use the guns to kill Deadpool. Actually, no, what he does, he exploded him. Hmm. That's how he killed. Even, even that doesn't really get the job done. But he exploded. He obliterated. There was nothing left. 
Interesting. For Deadpool. Yeah. Um, he used one of the bad things, but he was Deadpool's kicking the shit out of Batman. Yeah. Um, but Actually, Wolverine and, and Predator and, and uh, a whole bunch of stuff. But no, he uses actors and they film it. It's like live action. It's fantastic. Nice. Because I remember like back when I was in my late teens and like the internet was finally catching on, there used to be a website like that, except it was all like text based. So the guy actually is creating little short films out of this. Yeah. That, that's badass. I'll yeah. have to check it out. Oh my God. It's but fantastic. Like, with the Deadpool being blown up, that reminds me of one of my favorite arcs from Daniel Way's run for Deadpool with Evil Deadpool, where some obsessed fan has been collecting, like, dismembered body parts of Deadpool that have just, like, you know, they've been kind of blown off, set aside. Deadpool kind of forgets about them and grows new ones. So all these body parts get together and just form an entirely new Deadpool. Really? And it's the evil Deadpool. Like, this is the guy just typed in Wolverine versus Predator, and now they're going to play a Carol Shea votes with Nancy Pelosi. Oh, they're going to play a fucking... They're gonna oh, fuck it. It's a commercial on YouTube, so I'll yeah, skip it. it it's all been- and what they do is they yeah, let's do this. They they go to like Comic Cons, they interview people, and then they they ask who do you think would win, and then they show it. It's just it's fucking great, and it's like the costumes are really yeah. weird, like they're really good. Yeah, this is really quality production design yeah. for just a YouTube video. That yeah. is a really good Predator and Wolverine outfit. Yeah. And it's, and it's the yellow Wolverine. Yeah, it's the first time I've seen a live-action version of the yeah. uh, classic Wolverine outfit. So who do you think would win, though, Predator or Wolverine? I don't know. Predator got beat by Danny Glover, <laughs> so I'm going to have to go with Wolverine. Well, the other thing is you can't... you can't. Oh, that's what he does. Wolverine, I don't want to blow it for you, but this is... Like, he blasts him and it does a little shit. Then, of course, he pulls out this big knife, and he goes right through Wolverine's neck. Yeah, just brutal. Through the neck and <laughs> through the neck. Whoa. Yeah. But it's great. And that's like, that's not even CGI. Those are practical effects. I, yeah. I miss those. Oh, my God. That's what's killed the horror movie genre for me almost is just yeah. CGI, blood and gore. I miss the days like the 70s and the 80s, like Sam Raimi with the Evil Dead. You had Peter yeah. Jackson before he became... Douchebag. Uh, <laughs> before he became obsessed with filming everything Tolkien ever wrote and was doing schlocky gore fests. <laughs> oh, man, I, I seriously miss practical effects. That but, is, yeah, it's if you get a chance. What at, is the channel name? It's I don't even know. You just type in Wolverine versus Predator. You'll see one. Then they got Batman versus uh, Deadpool. Uh, they have, they have, he has tons of them. And, I mean, they're like full video productions. Nice. Well, good. I can never really fall asleep before 3 a.m., so at least <laughs> I know what I'll be doing until then. So what do you got coming up so I can let my listeners know where uh, where well, they can actually see you? I don't have uh, the dates on head, but usually uh, I'm mostly a southern New Hampshire guy, so you'll see me around the rooms Alana runs, mm-hmm. uh, Soho's, Fodies. Yep. Arena, and I also do a lot of work for Nick Lavalley and Sean Tumblety, who run Shaskeen yep. and I just Halligan's I just Tavern. got an email from Sean. I'm going to be back up at his. Actually, uh, that is, I ran into you. I was doing a show in Drake it for Dave Radigan. Okay. And on my way back, I tried to stop by Halligan's Tavern and see if I could catch the headliner. That's such a great room. I caught I caught the last three to four minutes of you, and I had ne- I haven't seen Halligan's. Tavern that packed since then. It was, it was you had packed. a completely full room, and oh then you God. were just killing them by the end. I was Thank disappointed. You. I didn't. 
I didn't make it for the whole set. That was actually a very good show. A Halligan, lot of the new guys were great. Halligan's one of my favorite rooms, but now it's when it's sports season. Last week I was supposed to work uh, the room, but the show got canceled because of the Patriots. And yeah, well, I, Thursday, Thursday night. It's I and not it's even do it. I, I don't care about football. I have cousins who play in the NFL, and I still really? do not care. Yeah, get believe it or not, I'm a blood relative of Howie Long. Really? Yeah, I'm. As you can tell by looking at me, I'm from the short end of uh, the shallow <laughs> end of that gene pool, but it's still there. <laughs> but yeah, I've never really cared for sports since I stopped playing them as a teenager, and yeah. now that I'm into comedy, I hate them even more since I got to compete with them, and we always lose. Yeah, we always lose. I had a feature set at Shaskeen that was after the Bruins lost Game Seven. Oh. Well, it was during Game 7. There was basically no crowd. And then a crowd came in right after the Bruins lost, just in time for me to go through the longest 10 minutes of my life. It was spectacular. <laughs> well, that's great, man. So I'll tell you what. Uh, what you have a website or Facebook site, Twitter? Uh, yeah, I have uh, my standard Facebook page. I have a James Mullen comedy page, but I'm too lazy to use that. And it's so Mullen, M-U-L-L-A-N. A-N, not E-N. It's, yeah, I have bookers that I've been working with for like since I started last year, like Alana, Nick LaValle, Sean. They'll still spell it E-N. <laughs> like, you know, they're friends with me on Facebook. I talk to them for Facebook <laughs> messaging. There'll even be people who, like, I'm usually referred to as my last name in conversation. They'll be in a Facebook message conversation where my name is right there on the top, and they'll be like, yeah, what's going on, Mullen, M-U-L-L-E-N? It's like, you what the, you've known me for two decades. It's like, how do this keep happening? The worst was I had a substitute teacher. Well, I hate the movie Mulan just because of my last name. Because that has ruined it for me. Because it's Mulan. Yeah. The, the worst, though, was I had a substitute teacher who actually called it out, James Milano. Oh. And it's been 15 years, and I'm still trying to figure out where she got the O sound from. I said from. Milano like the cookie? Yeah. Mil- <laughs> she got... She saw M-U-L-L-A-N, and she thought to pronounce it Milano. Oh, fuck. I... <laughs> oh, fucking weirdos. But, man, thanks for being on it. No I, hope to, I hope to work with thanks you again. Thanks for having man. me. Thank you. All right, I'm going to see if I can get Alana before uh, before I get going, and I'm going to wrap the show up. I only got another 10 minutes. Thanks for being Not on, Not a man. problem at all. Thanks for having me All on, right, Mark. take care. I'll see you. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take a quick break, and I'm going to see if I can gather uh, Alana, uh, the guest who was actually scheduled to be on, um, and here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to play the uh, third break because it's probably going to be our last one. You are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. We'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. Hi there, this is Cheryl Fay, and you're listening to Radio Irregardless with my friend Mark Scalia. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. Oh, I just made it. Woo, I just made it back in time. Good to see you, Mark. Good seeing you. Take care, man. That was Fagit <laughs> in his alter ego. <laughs> so uh, Alana, Alana Susco is actually um, 
excuse me, she actually just ran to the loo for a moment. Uh, and when we come back, uh, we're going to actually talk with her. But in the meantime, I'm going to wrap this show. Uh, good night. Good night, Maribu. Here's what I'm going to do before, uh, before I get my guests so I can thank them. Um, I'm actually working very, very hard this whole weekend. Tomorrow night, I will be at the Hysterical Medium at Large in Salem, Mass. Tickets are still on sale for that, um, which I'm sure Karen has posted several times. Friday night, I'm going to be up in Bangor, Maine at Spectacular Event Center uh, telling some jokes up there with a very funny and amazing comic, uh, Matt Barry, who's been a guest of the show. Saturday night, I will be down in Hanover, Mass, from Bangor, Maine, Hanover, Mass, uh, on Saturday night at Quan's Kitchen. If you wear a costume to the show, you get five bucks off the ticket price, which is actually a lot of fun. Um, good night, Chris. Um, and uh, on Sunday, I'm doing an open mic at Oscar's Pinatas uh, in Tewksbury. And one more, I'll add uh, more f- uh, a log in the fire. Um, on Tuesday... Um, not only am I doing a private show for um, uh, the hysterical medium at large uh, during the day, which is going to be so fun, I'm actually working at Chunky's, which I believe is at Chunky's. It might be a different club, uh, but Chunky's in Nashville. Please check my schedule, check my website, markscalia.com, click the calendar to find out anything that is going on. And with me, as if I was finished completely, I was. This is Alana Susco, everyone. Hi, everyone. There you go. There you go. Oh, thank you so much for having me on the show tonight. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. I'm so glad. It's my pleasure. I, I love working with you. <laughs> it's well. We, this is our second time, and hopefully, we can do more. But um, so, uh, Fagit won. Yes. Uh, second was Brian Keith. Brian Ke- Brian Keith. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brian Keith, Colonel Sanders. Correct. Colonel Sanders. My my guest, my audience were going chicken. They had so many chicken jokes. It was hysterical because I turned the mic up so you can hear them. And third was up uh, uh, Chris, right? Chris Poublon. Chris yep. Poublon. So before I don't want to I don't want to waste too much more time because I, I want to get you and then we want to go and wrap everything up. Um, tell my listening audience about you. I, I actually posted your information. You not only uh, are a comedian. Uh, which you can see her on Facebook at Alana Foden Susco, but you actually run comedy, not just this from tons of other ones, at comedyonpurpose.com. I'll tell you what, put in the headphones so you can hear me probably even better. Okay. The earbuds just underneath your pocketbook. There you go. And then you can hear me and then blah, 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 blah. There's a lot of distractions in the room. See, that probably sounds much better now. Oh, that sounds see? so amazing. <laughs> How many uh, ears have these been in tonight? Um, let's see. Mine, because mine, I wear them. Um, Fagit, who has herpes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Already, I'm a dirty girl. At least it doesn't just, have Ebola. Yeah, uh, Chris Poublon and then uh, M- Mulan. <laughs> so, woo. Mulan Mullen. <laughs> Jim, Jim. James. Um, but that's all. Everybody, some people are just kind of holding them like that. But uh, you can't wear the big disco set. No, I, I stuck them right in. <laughs> yeah, they're like in as deep as they can go. I really? have very little ears, so <laughs> I had to force them a little bit. If you're still listening, which I know you are, I still have. Uh, oh my god, I still have nine listeners. Um, and this, goes, <laughs> and if you're not gonna, you're not gonna miss that. Yeah, I stuck it in as far as it could go. Um, but you run comedy on purpose. Tell me a little about that. Uh, well, that company came about, uh, I'd always had a dream of being a stand-up comedian, and I didn't really know where to begin, uh, but I just knew that it was my dream, it was my vision, and I attended a party once, it was actually a sex toy party, 
and I know, and I was getting the, better. I was the friend of a friend, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was horrified. Uh, but what I liked was watching this woman who just could speak so eloquently from the front of the room. She totally had control of the room. And my thought at the time was, oh my god, if I could just say like penis, vagina, anus, and have it roll <laughs> off my tongue, then I could say the words. anything. You mean yes. the words roll well, off? Well, it's a play on words. And, okay, the words. Uh, <laughs> just have it come out of my mouth, you know? Um, then is, I could is say Is penis anything. coming out of your mouth? All the time. <laughs> and <laughs> well, Sometimes I'd play games with it. Um, Here we go. And uh, I was drunk, of course, and I, I brought the whole idea to my therapist, and I said, geez, I really want to become a comedian, but I'm terrified of public speaking. You know, I'd rather have a car accident or a colonoscopy. Um, I think I'm going to do this. And he said, not you. I Your don't therapist? Think so. Yeah, what an ass. What a and douche. What a douche. <laughs> and, um, and that was it, and I decided. My, uh, my listeners um, uh, it just said facepalm and then <laughs> LOL. <laughs> And it was it was really hard too because I kind of had a crush on him at the time. It was oh. really hard, yeah. And um, it was because he listened to me. Um, but <laughs> I uh, so that I kind of started my very first party terrified. My kids were really young. They're like, "Mom, can we go to the park?" And I'm like, "We can't do anything." It, you did a dildo party. I did my very first dildo party, and I was so insanely nervous. Like I had to take a Klonopin, and my hands <laughs> shook so much that everyone thought the vibrators had more power. You know, they just like they'd call me later and go. I don't know, it just moved a lot more in your hands, you know, and I'm like, I can't hold it for you all the time, but, um, and that was kind of my auspicious beginning in 2003, okay. and uh, my fourth time on stage actually was at the Comedy Connection, um, Fanu- completely. Oh, wait a minute, you're, be- you're after Fanuel Hall, so you would have been no, Wilbur. No, I was Fanuel Hall. Was it Fanuel Hall? I was in Fanuel Hall, oh, and it go. was still there, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they said you had to bring 10 of your closest friends. I brought like four tables, uh, like you do. And, um, God, I was terrified and I was just so terrified. And then the owner of my company came up and she was there with her husband. And I'm like, I literally, if you've ever, uh, felt yourself turn green, I really thought I was going to faint. I, had I to, feel like, myself talk, all the time. All the, I had to like t- talk myself down, you know, talk myself down. And, and, uh, comedy took like five to six years before I wouldn't hear like the blood rushing in uh, my ears, you know? And, really? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a it's a thing. I admire the comics who take to the stage and they don't have that that fear. And I had one comedy coach who actually shared with me that I'm larger than life off stage, but give me a microphone and I get small. That's the way most people are. I agree. It's like and everybody's yeah. crazy and then you pull yeah. out a camera and people just stop doing it. They're, they're like all shy and mm-hmm. they put their clothes on, you know. Um, <laughs> again. <laughs> again. And uh, and that was kind uh, of my beginning. That wasn't an opportunity for me to put my clothes on, right? I can still. No, no. You, okay, can, you, can, you can stay naked. Yes. Um, and uh, I prefer it. I started the Comedy on Purpose company because... I, uh, I'm i part of a lot of committees, a lot of fundraisers, and mm. I thought, oh, I should have a name. And yeah. I do like the English language. I think it's so powerful. And I thought comedy on purpose just has so many different ways that you could, right. you could take it. Um, and I started my first room, Fody's Tavern in Nashua. Mm-hmm. That was in 2009. Yeah. And uh, White Birch came sometime after that in where's Soho. White, where's White Birch? The White Birch is on Central Street in um hudson new hampshire like i really wanted to call it like comedy central with the names taken you still could you think really in hudson yeah yeah maybe we'll see we'll see comedy comedy central is a tv you can't kind of replicate it well that's as long as you don't duplicate the logo like oh well no you can't duplicate you can call it comedy you can call it hudson's comedy central I 
I feel, yeah. And then still you get up with the state because why do they do that? Well, the English know. language is so rich. I really don't think that we should have similar named towns in connecting states. I think that's wrong. What do you mean? Like I have a sa- I live in Salem, Mass, and they have a Salem, yeah, New Hampshire. Yeah, there's a Salem, New Hampshire. I they mean, they bored. couldn't get more imaginative. They got a Hollywood, Florida. <laughs> they just get bored. You think so? I think the, I, tons of people they get bored lazy. Of. It's like the Godzilla movie coming out for like the fifth time. Hey, yeah, I, yeah, I they, actually didn't mind the Godzilla movie. It wasn't. It wasn't. Was it really? It wasn't, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't. No, I saw the first showing, so I said I I spent six fifty. So I don't I don't pay a lot of movies I don't money for movies. I just go early, and that's it. Oh. I wait until they come out and I buy them. <laughs> yeah. It's like my... <laughs> Not supporting like my, the movie industry It's like my all. wife's in-laws. All they do is buy DVDs. I'm like, you know you can just watch it, right? You don't have to <laughs> fucking buy it. But then you can watch it on demand. Well, now you can on demand, right? Yeah, you can on demand, on a tablet, on your phone, anything. Yeah, it's so crazy. So, yeah, technology. comedy's going to go that route soon. No. So no, this I is feel a- like people will still keep coming out for live comedy. And, well, and in fact, I want to be a part of bringing it back as the number one <laughs> entertainment. You laugh at me. That's not supposed to be funny. That's no, in earnest. No, it isn't. I've been in the business for 24 years. I've seen it go from really big to really small back again. And I mean, Where do you now, feel it is now? Well, I actually... It's, there's an influx of uh, new rooms. And there's a lot of um, where comics can get up and just work it out. Because when I started, you could get on seven, eight, ten times a week. You wouldn't get paid, but you could get on. That's you got, amazing. You got really good yeah, really fast. yeah. And through you and a lot of other comics, uh, a lot of uh, uh, not just comics, but bookers, they book rooms. Uh, I was in Durham, New Hampshire, for uh, sh- uh, uh, Josh Day. Yes. Uh, for his yeah. at the college, the co-ed at Scorpions. Um, there's there's like on Monday or Tuesday. There's like three rooms in Boston and South Boston on two Tuesdays. There's a bunch of rooms on Wednesdays. Yeah. There are so many rooms now where you can just go up and do it, and. It's, it's like this new thing. And that's why I started doing some of the new rooms again. One, to stay relevant because I can't just close shows and then nobody hears about me. Yep, you need... Stick with it, you're good. Thank you. <laughs> He's attracted to me. With the guy looked like, he looked like, what's his name, Crosby? It stills and Nash. Yeah. Like, yeah. He looks yeah. like all of them. Oh, he, he looks like. Be. I don't need to tell you that. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. you. You look like Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. All, like, but you got, you got the whole... I, I am the missing quadruple. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of genes. He totally splicing. accepted that. He was a nice guy. Yeah. Thank you for that. I was. I sound like I'm busting his balls all no, of a sudden. No, I, I think I think he was attracted to you as well. But uh, well, it's fine. <laughs> I got a long ride home, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, but no, there's a lot of rooms, and I started going up, you know, getting to new, know some of the new people, and I see a lot of new people, and I don't want to be the old guy. You're not. But, you but couldn't I, be. Don't talk no. like that, or I can't hang with you. Oh, but I mean, just my time, just my time in it, um, to see all these new people. Like, I work, first time, there's a room in Salem, and I was talking to the guy, he's like, he's mentioned like seven, eight comics. I'm like, who? Who? He goes, you don't know these people? I'm like, no. He goes, they've been doing it like seven, eight years. I'm like. So they go, well, he's going to get his own comedy. And I'm like, you're not reinventing the wheel. Don't, yeah. You can't reinvent the wheel. Just go up there and have fun. Oh, he's back. Yeah, well, just to tell you, I mean, same mom, four separate fathers. <laughs> 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 Come back again. This is the weirdest reoccurring interview I've ever had. Um, but there's so many, there's so many, and, but there's so many new people. And he was like, well, you don't know these people. They're really good. And I'm like, they're not doing anything brand new. I mean, I started in 90, and guys were doing it 10, 15 years before me. They were doing new shit. 
when I come on, I was trying to do new stuff and I do some stuff, but everybody's reinventing. Everybody's doing yeah. the same thing, whether it's an Instagram joke, which used to be AOL, which I used to do, which used to be, oh, I just got a computer, which used to be, I sent my girlfriend a letter. So it's all, <laughs> but there's so much, there's a lot of talent because I see the, the ambition and the confidence with these people. And, you know, 10 years ago, I wouldn't have gone on the stage if there were this many people because I would, I would have been terrified. And this is 10 years ago. Right. But now right. these guys are jumping through fucking fire. Yeah. And not even caring about it. And I went, you know, some, I forgot. It was like, you know, I do the whole Rocky analogy, but I really had to get hungry again. I forgot what it was like to be hungry. Yeah. And as a result, I'm doing all these open mics on, I'm, I'm meeting, you know, I'm meeting you and you've been doing it a long time. And we've never met. Never so, met. I know. So it's not that, you know, so if somebody's been doing it 10 years and I've never heard of them, like 10 years, it'll be like, who are you? I don't know you. You, you haven't been doing it long enough because I haven't heard of you. And now people have been doing like six, seven, eight years and I've never heard of them and they're doing all right. But now, and I've been doing it 25, and nobody's heard of me. So and I could come up here, and they're yeah. like, oh, my God. Oh, he's funny. How long have you been doing it? 25 years. Oh, my God. And they're like, you know. But I don't care about that, because I just want to laugh. I was in the booth laughing. I know. I, I turned it up, and I, I, I let Melissa listen, listen to half the show. Oh, that's so, so good. Yeah. yeah. So we had a good time. <laughs> when, um, when, Brian, when Brian went up, the, the chicken jokes were just, oh, my God. The chicken jokes. I said he looks like Colonel Sanders. Everybody's like, chicken. His wife is. His wife wouldn't approach him because she's chicken. Was, oh. My listeners were very funny. They were typing in all this stuff. It was very Ru funny. Rubber so. chickens are my mascot. So. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, I actually. I because um, we there was I, one I at forgot. Foodies. I, I have um. Yeah, foodies. I, I, foties. Foties. That's Fody, it. Foden. Foties. Yeah. F O D Y. Yeah. yeah. Plus uh, Rubber chicken. I got. Um, custom made rubber chicken lick them and stick them tattoos you can get a custom made <laughs> yeah i didn't even know you could custom they were freaking awesome i didn't know and you could you're custom like, oh all you're gonna do is lick the cock and then you can just put it anywhere <laughs> always it's, always back to it's, one it's pretty you. good i like a i like the um the ones i like the best are they're kind of like five inches five and a half maybe you know are these cocks or yeah, stickers they're, they're, they're rubber chickens okay they're rubber chickens <laughs> i give them as gifts gotta um, stay the, on point the arena in nashua <laughs> um you know everyone gets a chance to win a free rubber chicken and you wouldn't believe how much people like have it they're like uh, all my life i've wanted a rubber chicken and uh they're it's like know, a whoopee cushion they're fantastic you yeah. know you can keep it in the dashboard of your car someone cuts you off you just give them the bird it's <laughs> awesome i like to have it in my pocket you know uh, and just be like you know what you know what's in my I, pocket i figured you fr <laughs> I, f I figured that you might have a big cock in your pocket it's enormous <laughs> that's that one i say for special cluck occasions. cluck is one of my listeners right now i'm i'm trying to convince everyone yeah, that a five inch out loud i'm trying to convince everyone that a five in five and a half inch cock is awesome it is awesome <laughs> so what else do you got coming on alana you got so, you you're, you're doing this on Wednesday. Yeah, so I do this uh, on uh, every on every Thursday. Wednesday, Fodies Tavern every Thursday. And Fodies is in Nashua. Nashua, and we're in Londonderry. Yes. So Friday night. Uh, and then, uh, well, I do home parties. I sell sex toys for a living in real life. Yeah, I really do. I'm fourth in the country uh, for my team. No and shit. Shit you not. And uh, I've That's a lot of dick. It is. <laughs> I've won uh, uh, free housekeeping twice. I've won jewelry. I've won money. I've been on paid vacations. And I know. And I was. Well, you just um, come back from Mexico, correct? I did. That was for an all women's uh, workshop. So I don't know if I cool. want to go to women. It was it was called women. bye I mean, bye 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 good girl. Bye 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 good girl. <laughs> <laughs> the conversation has taken a foul turn. Somebody wrote. 
That's my brother. Oh, well done. Unbelievable. Well done. And what do you got in uh, on Fridays? You do house parties Saturday nights. What house you- parties uh, every third Thursday, uh, every third Saturday arena in Nashua. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not always there because. Yeah, selling, selling sex toys. I like uh, I like drunks with dildos. <laughs> They're fun. <laughs> they uh, giving or receiving. And I, and I love doing <laughs> parties because uh, you know you walk in, it's a celebration. There's good food. You're mm. the center of attention. You know, clearly I was unloved, and um, and uh, my big dream is to do like uh, I have a brand. She's called the Princess Goddess, and I wear a gown, a crown, and a wig. Really? I really, really. So when I go to do my parties, you get the full enchilada, if you will. I'm all dressed up. Uh, apparently, I'm funnier waving dildos, like dressed up like a princess. And <laughs> in, in establishing my brand, uh, my brother-in-law, who is he sings, he dances, mm-hmm. he's been in theater, he worked with the Rockettes for 11 years. He's gorgeous, clearly gay. And he uh, <laughs> said, you know, if you want to really do The Princess Goddess on Comedy Central, it was before we established that. He's like, you need to find your brand. Yeah. And, you know, so he started uh, drinking. Well, Judy Tenuta did, you know, she came out in the, the ballerina outfit and mm-hmm. she was the... Uh, and Zsa, Zsa Gabor, Coochie Coochie Coochie. Yeah. And uh, so my brand became The Princess Goddess because uh, we're called goddesses in Athena's Home Novelties. And as a little girl, I just, I wanted to be a princess, not in the like kind of you know, rescue me kind of way, but in the kind of like I take off my clothes and leave them on the floor and someone washes, dries and folds and puts them in the closet and have, oh. a, have a chef who will cook all my food. I'm glad so you finished that conversation. I didn't know where it was and, going. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I want to take off all my clothes and yeah. then, oh, that's a princess, that's uh, fine. Yeah, I want a, like a, a personal trainer. Oh, so you want pampered. Who will exercise me while I sleep pampered, so I can wake yes. up more tight and toned. Yeah. There you go. So the, and also if the kids come home early from the party, I'm just like, oh, brush your teeth, you know, because I'm already dressed like, <laughs> I can be the tooth fairy or the orgasm fairy, you know. I don't, I don't even know where to go. With <laughs> you don't have like plastic vaginas or anything, do you? We did. We used to, and they weren't plastic. They were more silicone, um, which is more, you know. Um, I wouldn't know. <laughs> don't oh, don't oh, say oh, you know. Okay. I don't know. I wouldn't more have any idea. More lifelike, if you will. I don't, um, yeah. I don't understand why anyone would, would. I think they came out at the same doll. time women started shaving everything, you know. So I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah, dolls, no, we don't sell those. And we don't call them sex toys, really. We call them romance enhancements because they just enhance <laughs> what you um, already have going on. Romance enhancements. Enhancements, really. Yeah. Well, men don't need foreplay necessarily. You guys have testosterone. You don't have to be in the mood. You just have to be in the room. Women, that's not That's not true. It's, for that's, the most part, you're right. Well, it's, it's not exactly not me. true. I'm very programmed the other way. Like, if I'm not into a chick, I don't function. Well, that's good, and you're married, so there's that. <laughs> yeah, but that's well done. See, but when but when you're married, it's even worse because oh, now Jesus. you know that. They, yeah, and hopefully the power went out in the house, and she's not listening. So uh, yeah, <laughs> no, she's still you're on. definitely not getting laid later. No. <laughs> yeah, you blew that. I'll be home. I'll be home far too late. I don't need to tell you. I'll be home far too late. But yeah, don't finish your point. Okay, well, uh, men and women, we're, we're completely different. You guys have testosterone. Women have estrogen. Mm-hmm. Our brains work differently. Like mm-hmm. for men, um, they don't multitask in their brains like women do. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a wonderful thing when you're having sex with a guy because all he's thinking is, oh, thank God I'm having sex, you know? And we're women. If we haven't had enough foreplay and enough time to kind of become fully in our bodies we're like laying in bed looking up at the ceiling thinking is it sunday is it monday is it parent teacher conference oh, I'm like, sorry. That i dozed off i can't believe that so. conference is still there 
<laughs> I know. A I lot know. of us get our first acting careers like faking orgasms. So yeah. I right. actually I used to do this whole bit about faking orgasms. And did you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I talked about how I go that, and you you might know this. There are only f- I think four or five species on this planet that can have an orgasm, sexual a sexual orgasm. Females, only five. Human females, one of the five species. That's, That's awesome. it. Out of all the species, plants, animals, uh, insects, everything. Oh. Human females, the only female. And yet women are still faking orgasm. And I told my friend this, this statistic, and she goes, a lot of women fake orgasm. And I'm like, I don't really think that's, why would you even respond to that? It doesn't even make sense. And I said, why would a woman fake an orgasm? And I said, she's my friend. And she forgot it was a man. And she told me. She said, women will fake an orgasm, so man will stop. (laughs) And I was like, why would you want somebody to stop? And I go, it could, I said, men would never do that. I said, it could, be, it, it could be bad. It could be maybe there's a pinch or a pull or smoke. And guys are thinking the same thing. Oh, this, this, well, it'll get better. <laughs> that's it. What's this? Is this Dr. Demento or Dr. Ruth? <laughs> oh. It's a little of both. It's a little bit of both. <laughs> She's, uh, she, uh, Dr. Ruth, I mean, she was on the forefront of... Oh, my of God, yeah. Sex education. I can remember hanging out with my friends in the driveway in the car, listening to her and just being blown away and thinking, "Oh my God, elderly people have sex." There's yeah, which is gross. Uh, that's gross. Oh, though. please! I'll be uh, selling sex toys until I'm banging someone from behind with the doggy style strap and need help getting up. And I hope that it's just motivating okay. and inspiring. We should, we should end on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, we should. I don't think it's going to get better than that. I honestly well, I, don't. I want my audience to grow old with me. Really? Yeah. And you want to bang them with a strap on? <laughs> well, it's just for demo. Okay. It's just I don't. It's just to show I don't, I don't mean all the to different fuck you. positions. I don't, I don't mean to fuck you. I just have to demonstrate fucking you. Yes, yes. Well, it's a positioning device. Well, Alana, thank you so much for having it's me on. My and pleasure. you can visit her. Uh, these are fantastic visuals, my audience is saying. Uh, you can visit her at, uh, if you want to put on a comedy show, uh, she's the, uh, the person to speak to. It's comedyonpurpose.com. Uh, and you can, see, you can visit her on Facebook at, it's uh, Alana... Is it Foden? Yep. Alana, Alana Foden Susco. And she only has the middle so her family can find her, and that's a totally different story. But Alana, thank you so much for having me tonight. It's thank been a pleasure you. working thank for you. Thank you so much and for being you. here for our kickoff show. Thank you. Uh, radio Irregardless and for <laughs> kicking ass as thank a headliner you. tonight. It's I appreciate my pleasure. that. So uh, we'll, uh, we're going to wrap up the show, and uh, I'm going to do that. Thank you so much for having me. I'm going to get out of here because everybody's got to go encore. No, not encore. We're done. We're done tonight. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for being part of the show tonight. Uh, I know we went a little long, but that's how we work here sometimes. The show goes a little long. We have a little fun. We have a little bit more fun, and then we, we all say goodnight. So, again, uh, if you want to see where I am coming up, uh, if you're visiting through uh, MarkScalia.com, you can check my schedule. I don't have time to go through the whole thing again. But, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. We're going to return live next week where I believe Brian Gerard is actually going to be the show. Thank you, guys. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. This has been Radio Irregardless, hosted by Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoy. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live from Salem, Massachusetts via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests, courtesy of Skype, and all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme music, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises, and copyrighted 2014. 
Thank you for listening. And finally, anyone who uses the terms irregardless, a whole nother, or all of the sudden shall be sent to a work camp.